Peter Northhouse, in his book on leadership, asks questions such as, how can a person be a leader and a servant at the same time? Is the idea of serve first a paradox in today's leadership model? Does it contradict common sense? This is Nina Ellison, owner of Healthy Leadership, and I would agree that the idea of serve first would appear to be a paradox. And yet, many leaders and organizations demonstrate that serving first, while delivering a unique perspective, brings tremendous value to individuals, teams, organizations, and communities. Organizations such as Southwest Airlines, the world's largest low-cost carrier, include core values not only of the warrior spirit, striving to be the best, displaying the sense of urgency, never giving up, but also the core value of embracing a servant's heart. Follow the golden rule, treat others with respect, and embrace our family, our Southwest family. Whole Foods, a multinational supermarket chain, shares that the backbone of their organization includes a core value of serving to support the local experience. Chick-fil-A, one of the most successful fast food chains in America, demonstrates this serve-first concept by investing in their employees through college scholarships, franchise opportunities, and a weekly pause for rest and refreshment, while demonstrating value to their customers with the well-known response, my pleasure with every meal delivered. And CVS, the iconic pharmacy chain, starting in the 1960s, with the meaning of CVS being consumer value store, and shifting in the 1990s as a company with three benchmarks of convenience, value, and service. Uh, The serve first model of Mother Teresa that resulted in the Missionaries of Charity, with now more than one million workers in over 40 countries. As you hear these examples, and, and there are many others, I can think of at least three potential outcomes of a leader learning to serve first. First, I think of those who serve first, empowering others to to realize their potential. Having a leader that nurtures and inspires provides a safe environment for growth and development. Secondly, I know that research continues to demonstrate that serving first has a positive impact not only in the way that teams flourish, but also in the way that companies and organizations exceed expectations. The third potential outcome I see with serving first is that it has the potential for a positive influence on communities. As a leader who listens and supports individual growth, organizations become healthier, and as a result, there's a positive impact on communities. We know that healthy leaders impact healthy communities. I'm aware that this idea of serving first does not come naturally to everyone, but I have good news. It is a behavior that can be learned, particularly as we begin to see the benefits in our world today. You may have been taught as a child that if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. As a kid, I remember my mom saying to me, if you can't say something nice, learn to do so. 
she was teaching me the principle of being proactive in changing my frame of reference and my choices, helping me to learn that I can determine the skills I want to acquire. And in learning this soft skill of serve first, being proactive is essential. Serving others may seem to be counterintuitive to our natural me-first culture, yet when you consider the potentially powerful impact of serving first during a time of crisis and conflict, this is a skill worth exploring. So let's jump into a conversation with Ron Harvey, a retired U.S. Army veteran and the Vice President of Global Core Strategies and Consulting. Ron connects with people around the globe seeking to make a difference. In fact, if you want to contact Ron later, you can go to www.gcs.consulting, and I'll have his address in the podcast notes as well. What I would love to be able to share with you is my approach to serving first. My approach and the way that I think about serving is I think leadership is all about serving those that depend on you the most when they need you the most. And I think why that is so important to me is that my model is that people always matter. And so as leaders, I think it's super important that you show up to serve before you begin to ask for anything or expect anything. I think the definition of serving those that depend on you the most when they need you the most allows us to humble ourselves and not show up in a selfish manner. It's almost impossible to help someone if you're not sure of where to meet them at. And so I think that we have to find a way to meet people where they are. Pay attention to what they're asking for or what they're not asking for. Be aware of what they're going through and find ways to be able to show up for them if you want them to be available for you. And so I think the the outcomes and the way to serve me well is as a, as a company owner, I'm always trying to figure out is how do we sh- show up and meet people where they are, be consistent, manage expectations, be authentic be very trustworthy and the fact that there are people that if they can just trust you because of the way that you serve versus the way that you speak, if they can trust you because of the way you show up consistently versus what you say, but don't back it up with your action. If they can trust you because what they see when the lights and the camera are on is the same thing that they see when the lights and the cameras are off. If they can trust you because you consistently display that you're going to be able to work with them without judging them. Because oftentimes when serving, people have made some mistakes or have done some things or gone through some things, but they've always found these people that they can count on and depend on. And that's what leaders tend to do is be less judgmental, more caring, less giving answers, more listening. And I think it's super important that as leaders, when it comes to the role of serving, you really have to move yourself out of the way. And I don't think you get to be comfortable all the time or convenient. I think you actually put yourself in a position that makes you very uncomfortable sometimes, and there's not a lot of convenience. So if you ask me, how has me showing up in a leadership role of serving first and the outcomes that I've gotten, I think it allows people to understand and grow and learn from what they see. So what would I leave you with today? Please remember that people always matter and do everything in your capability to ensure that your audio matches your video, which means if you say it, then you should display it. 
So I think it's super important for us as leaders. There's no time better than right now that everybody needs us to serve first without any expectation of return on your time or your investment. It's about serving. And I think everybody's looking for leaders to show up. This is unprecedented times for everyone. And so if leaders ever wanted to show up, now would be the perfect time. This is Ron Harvey, Vice President of Global Core Strategies and Consulting. You can find me at rharvey at gcs.consulting. Looking forward. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. And remember, people always matter. You can see why I'm, I'm learning a lot from Ron's leadership these days and how to serve first during turbulent times. On today's educational podcast, I'm going to close with three questions for you to consider if you desire to add this skill to your leadership soft skill toolkit. First, ask yourself, who am I serving? In fact, if you want to go right to the heart of things, after you write down that list, go back and put a check mark by those you've had the opportunity to serve in the last eight weeks. If you can't think of anyone you have served, perhaps these verbs and action phrases will get you started. Uh, Ron mentioned several of them. Listening, showing empathy, demonstrating interest in their well-being, supporting their growth, modeling humility. So the first question, ask yourself, who am I serving? The second question is, what outcomes do I see from those that I'm serving? Are you seeing an increase in their vision and how they use their time and energy? Do you see evidence of them sharing in community with others? And the third question, and this is for those leaders who have a team that they work with, Ask yourself if, if you can identify at least one way your team has flourished under a serve-first model. Are, are they connecting even when you aren't present? Do you see them having the freedom to suggest alternative ideas to help each other grow? Do you see them reaching out to serve others as well? I confess I don't fully understand the reciprocity that happens with serve first. But I know firsthand that it exists and it is one of the keys, one of the keys to dealing with the chaos that we see in our world today. I was working in a country following civil war and there was still a lot of fighting, a lot of gunfire every night. And one day I saw two soldiers who were patrolling the road outside of my home. As the day went on, I, I realized I had not seen them drink or eat anything, and it was a hot day. And so I walked out to them, bringing them food and water, and visited with them only briefly. The following week, I was driving a van of young adults to volunteer, including some beautiful young women. Leaving town, I came to a roadblock, and I had successfully passed that roadblock many times. But on this day, the armed soldiers had me pull off the road, and they said that I could only pass if I left some of the young women with them. I told the soldiers I, co I couldn't do that. And, and I remember 
actually feeling almost nauseated as the conversation continued. And so I asked if I could just return the way I had come. And the commander came over and said, no, you will stay and you will comply. I remember thinking, how am I going to get out of this? I was in something that was way over my head. And as I looked up, down the road, came my two friends that I had just served the previous week with some food and some drink. They recognized the vehicle, and so they came over to greet me. I shared my story, and they talked with the soldiers, and when they came back, they said, you can proceed. And I said, I really think I I just want to go home. The older of the two soldiers looked me in the eyes, sharing a deeper message and saying, you must go forward. And then without breaking his gaze, he confirmed, we will be here when you return. We will not leave. And they didn't leave. That evening we returned. They saluted. They waved us through the roadblock. And that was the last time I saw my friends. So I I know that as we choose the right time to serve first, when we least expect it, we see a glimmer of reciprocity as those that we chose to serve, in turn, serve others. You know, today in a clear, concise way, Ron shared the need for leaders today who are willing to step up and get ready to serve first. Are you open to sharing your thoughts with others on this idea that the soft skills of leadership are perhaps deeper than you originally realized? Going beyond the concepts, valuable concepts such as communication and collaboration, to a deeper underlying set of skills such as serve first. Today, I'd like to ask you to share your new thoughts with someone to talk about this idea that soft skills help you to clarify and refine your approach as you lead yourself and influence others. I've got to tell you, one of the things I'm getting excited about is a course that I'm going to be offering in July called Game-Changing Soft Skills. And this course will take you deeper than you've ever been, seeking to embrace the skills that will impact 85% of what makes you successful in your leadership. There's going to be more to come on this in the upcoming weeks, and and I'll keep you informed. You can find me at www.healthyleadership.online. So until next week, this is Nini Ellison saying a word of thanks for Ron Harvey and a thanks to each one of you who are choosing to explore this idea of advancing your own soft skills.